0: Welcome back to Parallel Barking. I'm Ariana Backer and I'm here, bark, bark, with my co host, Woof, Woof, Larry Backer. Um, and we're going to talk about something that has <laughs> gotten a lot of attention in the past few days. And we're right to mention
1: we are going to talk about it again. Again. So the again. first time we talked about it, we it did. was leaky.
0: We it, it, it had been a leak, but now it is set in stone, so to speak.
1: But that's the point of the case, isn't it? There's no stone anymore. Rose We're talking Dobbs about the abortion was... decision.
0: Right. Roe versus kid. Wade, or yeah, actually Dobbs, the, the actual case. Yes, the Dobbs. Ver- that's one thing that I want to talk about first. It's very confusing.
1: All right, go ahead.
0: But anyway, um, the Dobbs versus Jackson Health Clinic. Case.
1: Everyone mean, knows it as the abortion case. As,
0: as the and abortion we're case, going to go down
1: in infamy as the, the case,
0: case that overturned Roe versus Wade or Roe v. Casey. Both.
1: No Roe and Casey. Roe and Roe being, Casey. The, Roe being the germinal case. Oh yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be again. Roe v. Casey. Roe and
0: right. Casey.
1: Right. So. So, what's on your mind besides a tremendous amount of anger? That's everywhere. There's anger and jubilation and jubilation and anger and plotting. (laughs) So what's on your mind? Well, Well, um, there is plotting. I mean, this is a political case. It's a moral case. And politics does not, this isn't like going to a sermon uh, in a church and being either enraged or uplifted. This is politics.
0: Well, yeah. And it's
1: What's got your goat? Is that an expression?
0: Hilarious. That throughout the opinion, the justices were trying to convince either themselves or whoever is going to read this that this has nothing to do with their own morality or their own beliefs about.
1: Well, but justices have been doing that since the year zero. Yeah, so the big deal. I mean, you know, why? Why get yourself? Deal, right? Why get? Why get yourself all in a bunch about that? Um, um, now it's so. Uh, it's two hundred years too late. Um, we have to accept it that, that indeed that's the case, and that what we have to worry about is not that in fact they aren't human beings. No, that no, no, no. Are Victims of their own desires, but whether there are institutional limitations or social or cultural limitations that make them at least think three times before they indulge themselves to the point where it makes a mockery of the judiciary. Well and yeah you're right,
0: that's, that my in question this is... case
1: it's not clear that there were very many stops. The I... id... <laughs> so okay so the
0: the there were I guess three pillars that they based their decision on.
1: Are you really interested in the way they did this? I, I thought you did. Was okay. Go ahead. I, which but, I cool mean, okay. So I'm you're a lawyer and you're not, and you're worried about the inside of the case. And as a lawyer, and this is really horrible. I'm, I'm going to lawyer hell for this. I don't care. It's the political. Uh, aspects of the case that are far more interesting to me rather than what becomes gibberish in a sense. This is where we are in 2022. Uh, the, the justices have, over the last 70 years, worked themselves into a corner of gibberish. Yes! Where the only people who can understand what they're saying is this small cadre of elites who then work their magic on a population that then becomes dependent on them. So in a sense, what you're looking at in the Dobbs case is a dose of fentanyl uh, and the and being pushed by a bunch of people who now control its supply for people who can't get enough of this, and then eventually we're going to overdose. But okay, you want to talk about the case? Let's talk about the case.
0: Okay. You know, well, now a, I really horrible. don't. But no,
1: I, no. Go ahead. Everyone. It's really
0: because of my lack of understanding and my my.
1: Okay.
0: I guess my.
1: Well, shoot! What is it? <laughs> No I apologize. No one can understand this stuff. And well, that's the problem.
0: It's, it's not that I don't understand what he wrote. It, it's, it's my, uh, I guess I am aghast at how.
1: Aghast? I like that word.
0: Aghast at right. how how flimsy this, this argument is in comparison in to. In your a- mind.
1: In your mind, I mean, in the minds of the people who wrote it, it's not flimsy at all. Well,
0: right, because they believe that are they you? are the smartest people no. in the world and they no. have the right no. to dictate. Yes, yes, no, yes,
1: They believe that they are burdened with this. Let me just give you the Yes, other, yes, the because they side. are the smartest are burdened, people in the world and no. they
0: must dictate oh, to all of the plebes.
1: Please. Yes. Please, no. no one, No one believes that and certainly they don't. But they do believe that they are burdened with a responsibility that they're going to try to undertake to the best of their usually flawed abilities, uh, which is okay. We're all humans and no one is perfect, including us, certainly. But what about it? Because there really is an A thing here. There are a number of there things. There are so many here.
0: things. There well,
1: are. So what's so the th- one? Well, what's the one that got your goat? You said you had a number of very specific Okay, things. well, what hold up. Okay,
0: things? so going back to going back through all of the history is oh, the fine history test? The, history yes, test? the history test was fabulous
1: was it really the descent you got to reread the descent the descent had a field day with the history test
0: right no um, I mean fabulous and the fact that it was like ridiculously hilarious are you are you freaking kidding me well You're
1: except, go- except understand that the history test when it suits the uh, progressives as well as when it suits the conservatives has been used i can tell you for example that when we built the wall of separation between church and state this is all had, that i want to address had, this whole had...
0: system sucks
1: wait wait no 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 now you're being cynical and no 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 no, no i'm not it makes no sense all everyone of this... just justices wax eloquent on history. And it's usually justices make bad historians, but really good political or strategic uses of history in the, you know, again, to the best of their ability. They also love using social science and they've been using social science, uh, certainly since Brown. Uh, and then they come to regret it because social science, you know, whatever the, the, uh, the understanding of the day has a half-life of about three seconds. Uh, but no, but they've been doing this for a long time. So in that sense, you can be angry about what you believe to be their misuse of history. Certainly from the dissent's perspective, there was misuse, but from the majority's position, the dissent is misusing history too. You can be mad about, you can be mad about their misuse, but the court has been doing this both for the grand progressive building of the grand. Of course it has. Medicine, but my point as well is as for building this.
0: What why why have we set it up so that we we view? I mean, he's right. The the opinion was written as if the constitution is the Bible.
1: It is. It, it is, is not it the is Bible. The found, it is the foundational. I knew you were gonna say this. For this the, is
0: why I want to smack
1: it. If you it is don't like not, it, the Bible in that it can't 17- be rewritten, right? We have amendments. Back to 1788. And no. no, 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 no. We have to be able
0: to have this document so that we can have it evolve along why? with the why? people,
1: right? Why? Well, no, why? Um, why? Are, that's, a, that's a plausible reading of the document. Right. But it is not necessarily the only one.
0: Oh, so you want to
1: be an I don't want anything a robot. I, I, I do not want anything. So don't make this personal.
0: No, 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 no. But what I'm, I'm saying I'm
1: suggesting what I'm suggesting is that the that the problem that you are relating to in your anger and is a correct one is the fundamental. This is I teach this in my my, my class. And that's what on, I want to talk American about. The Law. fundamental
0: issue, the problem.
1: The fundamental issue is an uh an absolutely unresolvable ambiguity about the relationship between text and intent. And there's no way we're gonna income. solve that.
0: This right. this whole thing was about the substantive versus well,
1: No, 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 no. If you can't solve an ambiguity, then you have to at least develop ground rules where you can at least build some solidarity in the community around it. Okay, and, right and now, then precedent we what gets we know, what we thrown what away. Need, right?
0: And then precedent gets thrown away. Well, what happens when that solidarity yeah. is broken?
1: They had this huge, oh, you, now you want to move from the history test to the Starry decisis. Well, you know, um, Starry decisis cuts in a lot of ways. I, for one... And just just so that, let me put my cards on the table. I find the uh, majority opinions rewriting of the principles of stare decisis to be less than satisfactory. My preference, and I think the sounder basis for stare decisis uh, was those principles enunciated uh, in the Casey decision. Um, I believe as do most people that there are some instances over a long period of time where it becomes clear that both the jurisprudence, society, and social understanding point to the initial and fundamental error of a decision which then requires its abandonment, but that in most cases, you don't need to do that. And that indeed was uh, Chief Justice Roberts' position in this case. Why are you going waxing eloquent about stare decisis and getting rid of this case, when in this specific case, you didn't have to do this at all because you could just apply the current, it's basically a plain vanilla application of the current doctrine, and to find in this case that the Mississippi law is, uh, is valid or in dissent. That yeah, the that was my other invalid. point. Was That's we, Justice Roberts' uh, concurrence.
0: Why Why was it decided that this was above and beyond, we, that there was an absolute need to overturn
1: previous uh, because, precedents? And because four of the justices, uh, three of the justices at least, Uh, believed as a matter of their own uh, notions of principle and the like, that the fundamental principle of federalism ought to trump the fundamental principle both of stare decisis and of the use of the Supreme Court to read constitutional text, to protect the autonomy of women from incursions by government well, and so they, they made believe... a value choice on the basis of their reading of history that federalism yes. principle trumps i love using that word every once in a while just to watch okay yeah watch i want to smack you all right but... it's a bad dad joke all right i know and it's too soon uh that federalism principles trump Uh, Because it is textual, Trump, the judicially developed or recognized, because I don't think it was judicially developed, it was merely judicially recognized later on in the constitutional history of this country, uh, judicial principle of the autonomy of individuals in general and of women in particular in this case. That's the choice they made. Now, that's three people. Another person believes that the whole notion. Of finding or of recognizing rights, this is Justice Thomas's concurrence, which is worth reading and reading. I know. Is that in fact the entire exercise of extracting principles from text is invalid? His is the kind of very narrow textual historical analysis that you find most disturbing, many people, many people do. And yet, and yet- We use it, it I it mean, fall, the progressive no.
0: side uses it. Everybody uses it when it's to their advantage. I understand yeah. that.
1: Okay, but that's the problem.
0: I understand yeah. that, yeah. It's, it's always yeah. been the problem.
1: I mean- well, well, but it's been the problem that is insurmountable again because and again i we really should do a podcast on basic semiotics uh because it, it is the fundamental problem of human collectives when you have a human collective where do you draw meaning from what are its sources what are its foundation Is it a textual memorialization of the agreement to form a collective consent? Is it locked in time? Is it something that must be renewed with every generation? Or is text merely the gateway to intent that is merely a memorialization of the actualized principle, which doesn't live in text, but is merely noticed in text and so in order to figure it out you've got to go through text to something else for judicial minimalists especially historical minimal minimal uh, uh, textualist um it is not only in text but it is in text as they suppose some important segment of a historically uh uh, stuck-in-time group beliefs, right? And so, uh, for example, in interpreting the Constitution, it meant that uh, the Constitution has to be interpreted the way it would be understood in 1788, pause, understood by whom? The frontiers people in the Kentucky Territory, the um, the plantation owner in uh, Southern Virginia, the exploitative a uh, uh, ship owner or factory uh, uh, owner in in Massachusetts, and women didn't have an opinion, the so
0: they don't matter.
1: Well, but 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 this is this is a problem for other people, right? Text is merely the memorialization of intent, and it's intent that is the principle that is memorialized in text the principle as applied to a living, uh, community applied in the context over time, right? But the principle stays, it's historically rooted, it's application changes, right? So we understood over time, that's a very different way of looking at it so that one could understand equality.
0: Who solves that? Who, how are we going to solve that problem?
1: No one. That's, no, we go back and forth and back and forth and people get frustrated. You can't solve that problem. And that's hugely frustrating. You can't solve that problem. But that creates a very different kind of problem here. And this is, so you've got this problem with text and context, um, principle or or history. And we went through all of this. We've got Justice Thomas, who's arguing that, in fact, uh, the... Uh, the last hundred or 150 years worth of jurisprudence built on substantive due process really needs to be reconsidered. Not that it should be voided, but unless you can find some other textual basis that's historically contingent, then it ought to blow away. And then you've got four, uh, three, and ultimately four members of the uh, descending group that says No, no, no. We're going to apply the same techniques as the majority, except for us. The centering isn't the states. We're going to make a different substantive choice. We're going to privilege women's autonomy. uh, And we're going to privilege in this case, right, the sanctity of uh, cases in jurisprudence, not so much cases in jurisprudence. For example, when we overturn, uh, you know, a hundred or so years of jurisprudence with respect to sodomy or uh, contraception or uh, not yet? Um, you, no, 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 no. But this is a, the dissent is saying. Well, yeah, in this case, no. So, you've, but this is all this is all fairly fairly standard. A couple of problems though, and and I want to talk about something else after we do this. A couple of problems. We've got a 213 page opinion. We've got a tremendous amount of words, and they're throwing, even as they are talking about historical. Uh, reality and text, what they're really doing is slinging a bunch of old cases back and forth at each other. And so you've got a bit of not hypocrisy, let's just say a bit of multi-level discursive uh, uh, operation here in on a variety of different planes all operating at the same time, which makes the cases far more interesting for the culture of judging And the world of the lawyers- But that's
0: what they do. That's what they've been doing for years is what you said to me at the beginning of when we talked.
1: Right, but that's, now that gets me to my point. Is the court and the elite judges and lawyers who sustain this and litigants and litigation groups that sustain this industry, are they doing the Republic a gross disservice by making these cases and its jurisprudence so impossible to understand that they become both irrelevant and dangerous? Ought they to reconsider perhaps that if in fact they are going to be steering the nation in very political and and fundamental ways, that they should abandon this kind of medieval scholastic kind of of thing for something else. And so, you know, you can go and and lawyers will spend the next uh, 10 or 15 years uh, parsing through the opinion. There's 213 pages of litigable words. Uh, They're going to find all kinds of arguments. Uh, Law professors are going to make careers out of this. But I go yawn. Because at the end of the day, all of that works well for the law industry and for preserving the uh, closed loop power of a very small group of people who control the esoterica of these things. But it really doesn't help the 350 million people who now have to, uh, whose lives are now going to be um, affected one way or another. So rather than talk about that, um, and, and we can't, I'd rather talk, which is why I started, I want to talk about anger. Then I wanna talk about action. At the end of the day, this is a political decision.
0: Oh yes, no, first thing I wanna say is I live in Washington state and one of the things that immediately happened after or during um, was we started running ads. um, Hopefully, I think it was nationwide that um, come and have a picnic in Washington state.
1: Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. can enjoy
0: picnics anytime you want in Washington State.
1: Right. Picnics, so, except for everyone. So, right. So the question is the question is what can be done. And from the perspective of people who find this opinion objectionable, and there are a whole lot of people who do for a variety of different reasons. Right. And they don't all agree amongst themselves, but it doesn't really matter. How, in the face of a political opinion, how do you develop political challenge without uh, going to court. Because the easiest thing now, yeah, and let me just say it and move on. Uh, the easiest thing to do here is to do uh, what people have been doing more and more over the last 20 or 30 years, is that you begin to litigate this to death. Uh, and so you treat this case as absolutely narrow. It applies to Mississippi, right? And it applies to the specific context of Mississippi. So I would challenge every other statute and I would just grind Wait, Let's create that history. a history. Right? I would grind the call, the courts to, to a halt by litigating everything, seeking injunctions, uh, seeking to litigate, seeking declaratory judgment actions, finding people who are willing to put themselves in harm's way uh, to litigate some of the actions was the first step. The second step is also uh, legal, and we're already beginning to see this, for example, in California and Connecticut, and that is to develop um, state statutes that effectively um, uh, they they're kind of like blocking statutes that make it illegal uh to prosecute or to um to ec- to execute judgments against people who have been prosecuted and uh on whom have been uh, imposed civil or criminal or private fines or judgments uh for violating the abortion laws and say that those things are are uh, not Uh, they can't be executed in in the state with respect to their property. Uh, You can have blocking statutes that says if a state, Missouri, I think, was a state that was going to do this in Texas, uh, allowing private individuals to sue uh, people who they believe are conspiring. Uh, California, I think Connecticut was going to do this, California maybe, is to say that uh, if, in fact, you're sued under those statutes, you can sue the person who sued you and you can recover uh, your attorney's fees, and whatever judgment was rendered against you in the other state, and that can be executed uh, all over this. So you've got all of this litigation uh, going on and, and statutory alternatives, but there are all kinds of other things that um, that people can do mm-hmm. from the political to the non-political. So let, let me start with the medical. So one of the things that, uh, that, for example, the medical profession can do is start defining all kinds of procedures uh, defining the word abortion out of all kinds of procedures. So that uh, what out. constitutes what constitutes abortion uh, as a medical term, right? And we're dealing with abortion. Well, abortion is essentially a medical term. It's the doctors who have to control it. Um, that um, effectively, um, we're going to change the scope of what constitutes abortion. So it's an ectopic pregnancy. Uh, a, a fetal termination because of an ectopic pregnancy that will kill uh, the, mo- the, the, uh, the, the mother. Um, is that an abortion? No. Uh, miscarriage. Uh, you're carrying a, a, a fetus that has, uh, that has ceased to uh, have any life in it. Is that an abortion? No. There are all kinds of ways of redefining, right? So you're going to, that's a possible thing to do. Another possible thing to do, and we've already seen this from the private sector, is that uh, companies and insurance companies can offer uh, compensation to all of their employees nationwide uh, for transportation and other support to uh, to uh, uh, undertake uh, medical uh,
0: procedures. Uh, yeah, where right, it's right. not available. If it's not available in right. your state. So they, you
1: can go, right? right. and. We do this all the time with fancy bone marrow procedures Mm -hmm. or, you know, I have to go to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota and I live in South Carolina and, you know, that's no problem. Well, now I can't uh, get I can't terminate my pregnancy in Mississippi. Fine. Uh, I'll get paid to go to New York, and that helps now middle class and upper middle class women. Yeah, and
0: then hopefully there will be support from those insurance companies who have to shell over extra com- money.
1: Right, or or right, or or the companies themselves. But there's all kinds of other things you can do. Do freedom buses. Where's the NGOs when you need them? They uh some of them. I think that's already starting to happen in a few. Right, right. Some of them should be litigating, but there should be a huge drive now to make bus services available because the people, it's the underserved community that you're worried about the most. Yeah, Um, women were cut off mid mid poor mid procedure. Right, right. Yeah, no, I heard about that. Um And you get buses or airplanes, you you get subsidies, you ask airlines to donate seats um, so that, um, you know, as part of their charitable contributions to donate a seat uh, for women's health things as United, Delta or uh, other airlines can do this, Mm -hmm. right? So there's all kinds of things that are likely to begin to happen that may undermine this. The other thing you can do Right, because there's all kinds of things that, that, are, that are going on. So one of them is, uh, and, and all kinds of issues, can, uh, which is why this may unravel, can I, in, if I'm sitting in Mississippi, and let's say Mississippi law says, you can't administer any kind of abortion inducing thing in Mississippi, can I order a morning after pill from New York and ingest it in Mississippi? Uh, am I liable as an abortion performer because I took the pill and can Mississippi reach out to the company that sold it to me in New York? Uh, that's an issue. Uh, Justice Kennedy or Justice Kavanaugh said, don't worry about uh, women traveling to New York. That'll be OK. You know, again, the court is very middle class in origin because that's what they know. Uh, and that's <laughs> what you're thinking about. Um, yes, so, everybody you know, can, can no afford no worries, a big trip. Thing. Don't worry, ladies. Um, you can go to New York and take in a Broadway show or, or whatever. Yes, go shopping. That, that's really disgusting. But you know the, the mentality. Uh, but it's it's the it's uh, at the risk population, the poor population, and so you need to to deal with that. But another thing that's going on is the question about uh, speech. Uh, an inducement. So one of the things that that you know, and here the Democratic Party has really lost an opportunity. It would be very interesting, for example, to have the Democratic leadership, starting with Mrs. Pelosi, to go down to Texas and begin holding rallies, uh, for example, to induce the people of Texas uh, to insist on having a constitutional referendum in Texas to preserve the autonomy of women.
0: I think they're way uh, really too scared. I don't think this Democratic Party is. Oh, but but.
1: You know, but those kinds of things. It
0: would the be fabulous protests, to see that.
1: Right. It the protest and it. the anger is important uh, to some extent, but it's a short-term emotive thing. Um, yeah, we need action. We need around. You need political action, but political, you also need...
0: legislative.
1: But we aren't, look, we aren't a Marxist-Leninist state. The heart of this country is not in the public sector, and we forget this. It's in the private sector. And if you can't mobilize the private and social sector to end run this the way, for example, the anti-slavery movement did, the way the gay rights movement did, if you can't mobilize the private sector uh, to protect and explode this thing, then you're, you're out of luck. I think the case is here for a while. Uh, I think that there, the case has, of course, a lot of problems or a lot of choices, um, but there's a lot of anger here. There's a lot of anger. It's one thing when you have a decision that gives a woman a choice but protects a woman who absolutely fundamentally believes against abortion doesn't affect her at all. Here it's the reverse. So unlike Roe, in this case, women who oppose the particular view now have no choice. Right? So there's an actual imposition. This has a positive effect as opposed to a negative effect, and, and that ought to have consequences. So what else about the case? views
0: uh what do you mean what else there
1: besides being angry i mean it's this is the kind of case that ought to energize Um, right
0: there it's it made me immediately want to go and review previous precedents Um, i mean and in a catty way of course, review The Loving verse Virginia.
1: Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, right. Because how okay.
0: dare you? Um, honestly, in my view, how how dare you jump to uh, dictate someone else's liberty oh. when...
1: And, and that brings up the, the bigger question. Uh, why is it that we're more than happy to give the state the authority to muck around in uh, Why is in that okay? Relations?
0: I was appalled when I read those sentences that said, you know, it's totally cool to give it up to the states to do whatever they want with a woman's body. I know it didn't say it like that, but it absolutely read to me like that.
1: No, it's not just that. It's all social relations, families, um, uh, you know, Family everything. planning.
0: Yeah. Let the state do that for you.
1: Uh, children and the like. There's some reasons that the state ought to intervene, but, you know, you've got a long tradition of either uh, the church, uh, and I don't mean just Western churches, but all kinds of churches, of some collective uh, controlling social relations. Uh, in this advanced age, one ought to think through um, rather than to just accept uh, whether to what extent the state ought to have any business in dealing with these social relations at all. It's a discussion that we don't like having because we're comfortable with, I, I guess, where it's inertia. But, I'm not
0: you know, comfortable with it. I Any any ruling that takes away some sort of personal
1: Right, but that's a very modern view. That's a very modern view. A uh, hundred years ago, the opposite would have been the starting position, but it shows you how society has advanced.
0: Which is why society we have
1: advanced, right? We to help the
0: discussion. Constitution advance with society. You know what I mean?
1: No, but that requires uh, constitutional discussion. And the one yes. thing this country, as divided as it is right now, does not want do, well, to do is. Well, that's what a we were made for. We're effect. made
0: for discourse.
1: A discord or discourse?
0: Both, we're Americans.
1: Oh, good Lord, well, but no one wants to do this because everyone, well, by no one, I mean anyone with the power to to do this. And plus you're gonna have to deal with a bunch of people that are gonna make you angry and can you hold your temper enough to uh, create a compromise document that we can all live together on some basis of shared solidarity. Uh, That becomes a hard thing because at the end of the day, uh, what we what we've all forgotten in this crazy frenzy of of um, identitarian politics, of of um, ideological basis for everything, is that the the nation is built, uh, and this republic certainly is built on the from a bedrock of at least some amount of solidarity some consensus around some core values and if we don't have that then the conversation is going to become much more interesting. Well, and most, most of the polls
0: for the public the general public at least 64 percent 60 some odd percent believe that rights abortion rights should be totally available
1: for women sure sure and in 1920 probably 70 percent of the population it would have have been been the
0: opposite but we're not in 1920 anymore
1: uh and so what if in 2070 uh 70 percent of the population thinks that abortion is uh horrible what if in 2070
0: everybody thinks slavery is great
1: aha that's exactly right and so you worry about these things and one of the reasons why you have a constitution is to put limitations on the ability of a population to give in to either baser instincts Uh, or to go beyond what we believe to be the core of those. Again, we go back to this foundation of solidarity that distinguishes us and holds us together as a people around a set of core values, right? But that's a discussion. But like you said, it's a core and then around it, there can be a lot of dynamism. Uh, slavery is certainly, hopefully, will remain off the table. Uh, the equality of women should also be off the table. There are questions about that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There are a number of things around which you can build solidarity. Uh, and maybe you'll focus on that rather than on the, the fine tuning with a lot of faith in people to be able to exercise all kinds of difference uh, without undermining. The, the solidarity of the republic is, is the way to go right now but um but yeah it's it's that's that's sort of that's sort of the problem but where the state in fact and and ironically of course the court is basically taking a sort of similar position oh and this is Kavanaugh again. oh you know and, and Alito to some extent this issue is still very contentious I don't know Uh, this woman autonomy or fetuses, it makes us crazy. There's no real consensus. We don't have any consensus on anything, but that's all right. In this case, this is the one we want to highlight. And so what we're gonna do is say we're gonna stay out of it and we're gonna let politics um rule. And if that's the case, and I think you know, to some extent, they that's the silver lining here and that is if in fact we can be weaned from a dependence on the serendipity of five people yes. making the right choices if we again take back politics
0: it seems and, like that's the choice that we have to make right
1: now right but that <laughs> means we have to get up or everyone which is which is effectively what the uh the uh the the anti-abortion people did over the course of 50 years, that will require people who uh, have a particular view of women's autonomy, especially in the context of pregnancy, it's gonna require them to get off all of their, uh, their chairs, uh, <laughs> to stop relying on a master or an elite or a priest to somehow protect them and to take their fates into their own hands. And that is something that people who are used to suckling at the teat of the state uh, are no longer very good at doing. And that's a slap at the people who are sitting and moaning about this case when they knew it was coming or the possibility of it's coming. And who were not ready since everyone's been talking about how, over since certainly since after the Second World War, the court has become more and more political as we've constitutionalized virtually everything, or potentially constitutionalized virtually everything. Um, it really did point to the idea that we now have a political constitutional court, which is not a bad thing, but that because it's political. Uh, we should stop thinking about it as sacred, going back to your idea of the Constitution as, uh, as the Bible, as mm-hmm. holy writ, and the judges as our high priests. Right. We should get over that and yes. understand that this is politics, Yes. and we should be as respectful of politics and political figures and their judgment as we have been of certain presidents, mm-hmm. uh, certainly since the turn of this century. Uh, And that's probably the next step. So, uh, which is why I I took the position, yes, 213 pages of obtuse stuff. I love reading obtuse stuff, but it doesn't do the Republic any good. Uh, And it certainly doesn't do our social order any good if uh, a person with a sixth grade education can't read this and understand what's going on in her country. Um, And that means you got to take it back. And you got to take it back with the levers of politics that the Constitution has given you and which liberal democratic theory has vested in you. As Benjamin Franklin said, you have a republic, keep it if you can. And now let's see how people keep it. Let's
0: see how long we can keep it.
1: Well, by we, I mean this this faction. But remember, there's another equally fierce in their views and determination factor who are also seeing this politically and who will also be moving every lever at their disposal uh, to control politics. And that then, here's the great irony, brings us back to the fundamental question. If you've got two hugely contentious factions that are gonna rip us all to shreds, should we not find a way of making peace uh, that will keep everyone more or less happy um, or happy enough to be united, uh, at least for a little bit of time. We did that, uh, and every time we've done this, it only lasts a little bit of time. They thought they were doing that with slavery. They thought they were doing that after slavery with, uh, the, with uh, the kind of uh, laissez-faire of the post Civil War period. Uh, they thought they were doing this with the welfare state after the 30s, and these consensus work, but we have to understand this picking up from your point that um, people have a way of dying, and so what worked really well for a generation born in 1900 may not be so cool for a generation born in
0: 1980. Things change.
1: Things right, change. but that also, means, that also means that politics change, fundamental views change, and you're going to have to be ready for a to adapt behavior.
0: but it seems it seems as though the high priests of the high court don't understand the adaptation.
1: Well my answer to that is you give them as much power as you give them.
0: Exactly. You can, Which is inferior. Given
1: it to them, you've elevated them to this quasi-holy status. You can defrock them as well. Um I for one uh speaking of
0: defrocking well, so if if for instance when you were confirming said okay. judge and
1: yeah. they
0: said something <laughs> like for instance that they wouldn't overturn a said precedent yeah. but then then they did
1: well they wouldn't overturn a said precedent given the facts and the context in which things existed at the time of the uh...
0: Oh, so look, you're going
1: to lawyer? Look, no. If you're going to go down that road, then virtually every justice that has ever been appointed should have been impeached. Uh, the prime example of that, just to go back, tell me. is Justice No. Is Justice No. You, you all. That's what I love about American's history starts. Uh, yes, tell me, I want to know. Justice Brennan from the '50s, Eisenhower chose him because he thought he was a nice conservative middle-of-the-road justice and then he turns out to be one of the great horsemen of the liberal revolution of the court in the 60s and 70s uh, and i think early 80s and uh and the the republicans who had nominated him were flummoxed what happened here and so they pulled a, a susan collins saying oh my god so no this happens all the time and it's again this is this high priest thing, a justice, the appointment of a justice is a political thing, it's not the equivalent of granting someone tenure on the basis of academic work, and even that is riven with politics, this is a political thing, they are meant to be, this is where politics starts and ends, so why people get all bent out of shape, when the process of choosing a justice is political, it's meant to be political. Their work as a justice is not, but their choice certainly is. So, but again, that makes them both Well, human because they spend all of their time their during
0: that process trying to convince everybody that it's not.
1: <laughs> that's on you, that's on you. Um, I can also try to convince you that I've got a bridge to sell you uh, somewhere in New York. I, the more fool you, for having uh, agreed to the construction of this fantasy around this mythical judge-priest, you have this mythical fantasy about a president who is nearer my God to thee, and uh, elected officials who somehow uh, have the aura of the one true and living God uh, that that tends to uh, create some auras around them that make them different from you and me. They're human beings. They ought to be treated as human beings. They're flawed. They make mistakes. They are subject to the same venalities, pressures, and limitations as everyone else. And they need to be reminded of their humanity constantly and then held to account. To treat them or their expectations as some kind of God king or God emperor or some kind of pope uh, or patriarch is, is that's on us. You created this fantasy world and then you're disappointed and I've got no pity for you. That's your own fault. And you have built this funeral pyre and these folks uh, in the Dobbs case have just lit the match. And now you're wondering why it is you're tied up and you're smelling smoke all around you. Well, get off the stake, get off from under the stake, get off the, the pyre and start doing stuff yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's all I got.
0: Yeah. I mean, this just m- makes it clear to me that we have to use Congress for things that we really care about <laughs> or that we really feel strongly mm. about.
1: That's why, again, it's, it's dependency on the state. Or maybe y'all set up collectives and you deal with this stuff without having to deal with our masters, our alien overlords in Washington or in Austin. When you feel like it's... uh,
0: Okay,
1: this is why.
0: This is why. Because you always feel like you're going... If I feel like my body is always going to be legislated by somebody else, that's why I feel like I need to get protected by... Agreed. Something bigger.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Agreed, agreed. But other than that, um, we, you know, to... This is not a vanguard-driven state. Uh, it is a state that, uh, in which, the apparatus of government is meant to serve rather than guide. We forget that at our peril. If we want a vanguard system, we've got lots of models. Some of them have worked. Some of them have not worked. But that's not our model. And yet we we mew as if it were. And and that's that's really part of the problem. I And again, that going back to the decisions be the last thing I say, I think. Um, and that's the, the problem with decisions like this. We invest so much in it and them. We give it such weight that we forget for a moment, That these are merely judges exercising a judicial authority to resolve disputes, including their specific interpretation, and that other bodies, both public and private, have as much right to live the constitutional understandings as the court does.
0: I'm just going to look at court rulings as ridiculously ephemeral now i i'm not going to take them oh. as seriously as i once did
1: uh, no they're still quite potent you, you of course they either, are but they're not as staying as they're, staying instruments.
0: As they're, they, instruments. they're in are tools just like anything right. else
1: right and you can or actually they are you, you're going to the grocery store you they've given you a cantaloupe and you like bananas or they've given you a cantaloupe that is rotten these are bad analogies, but anyway, yeah,
0: the terrible. All right,
1: so all hail the court, all hail Dobbs, all hail <laughs> us as we bend the knee to our our judicial overlords. Overlords,
0: yeah, right, yay. Yeah, and the
1: more fool us, especially when we when we wind up in a kind of uh, situation where uh, very few people on Earth uh, are now privy enough to the internal workings of this and to its manipulation, strategic manipulation, that they have to some large extent really stripped the American population of any effective means of engaging in the kind of constitutional conversations that we ought to be having. Uh, And we have delegated our freedoms uh, to a bunch of lawyers, judges, and academics who now exercise uh, the role of democratic governance in our place and that more than our any, representative. Horrify, yeah that more than anything else should horrify the American population as divided as we are. But on that happy thought, it's now you know we've had action. That's the Dobbs case. We are now going to have reaction. Let's see what happens. And probably reaction to the reaction. the games will have begun.
0: They have begun.
1: Sorry, the politics will have begun.
0: Which is games. Woof, woof. Bark, bark. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, We will catch you next time.
1: Sorry it was so long. (laughs)